Is it that time, Dougie Doug? It is that time. Hey. We're giving away t-shirts? We are. It's winter time. Until we get some new items to give out, which we are working on, as a matter of fact. New we items? We need good, like, game show music. Bam, bam, stan, dan, we're thinking about giving away a car. Dan, no, we're, mine, mine pump condoms. Yeah, there you go. Ooh. Mine pump condoms. They won't Gold break pump. the first time. <laughs> it says mine pump, and then when you put it on to get a bonus, yeah. it says two mine, pumps. It says mine pump media. It'll break. dot <laughs> com. Mine pump media. dot com. Sal, Adam, Justin, and Doug. With, with a Plan B pill <laughs> right next to it. Yeah, we do have some T-shirts to give away. How many here. reviews did we get last week? Six. What? Mm. An unacceptable. Six. Number, this is a crock actually. of shit. Feels feels really light. It is very light. But for we're, those of you who gave reviews, we're very grateful. I we feel are, like we I feel like we're are. getting uh, less light. Mm, yeah, I don't think that. You know why that is? It's probably like when we do episodes and I talk about myself and the guys don't save me. <laughs> Just, <laughs> that never happens. He's a little insecure. That never happens. Yeah. No, <laughs> probably when I'm drowning you over here, the boys don't. They're supposed to bail me out. So they're like, "We're gonna let this." Oh, moron. Like you like think your thought through yeah. all the way through. Yeah, we're gonna let yeah. this moron finish. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us. That's about why a, we interrupt each other. Tell us about a very vulnerable time in your life. Well, you see. Um, you know, because I'm normally really good looking, and, right. but I felt like I <laughs> that wasn't. That happens a lot, and I get things right a lot. So, <laughs> fucking dicks. All right. Who listen. won? Who won? Who won? We've got two winners. <coughs> Even though we only had six reviews, we're giving out two shirts. Nice guy. The got, merciful Doug. Yeah, nice guys. Is, the Chiz. Not ju- down. I don't even know how to say this. It's C H I Z U J. Chizug. Yeah, there's a J on the end. Oh, Chizuj? Yeah. Uh, That's one. And the second one is P. Rinquist. And the beautiful thing about this review, it's a 47-year-old woman. And they listen to the show as a family affair. They talk about it at the dinner table. Really? I love it. I love this review. What? Is it a long review? uh, It's fairly long, uh, but I'll read it. I am confident that I'm not your typical listener. I am a 47-year-old woman. I started lifting weights two and a half years ago. I was a runner previously. My husband and sons, ages 24 and 20, are avid weightlifters, and I have learned a lot from them. However, we all have learned a lot from Adam, Sal, and Justin by listening to Mind Pump. And what is so cool is that we discuss your podcast as a family. We discuss the tips you offer, plus the funny stories you tell. (laughs) It is a connection we share as a family. Oh, that's I have cool. seen amazing results wow. since hitting the weights two and a half years ago. Wow. I am now squatting 185. My husband bought that's the awesome. new MAPS program you just released, and I'm excited about incorporating Oh, I want to give the whole family a shirt. Give them all shirts. Give the whole family a shirt. Everybody gets shirts. All right. The whole family Hook them up. There we go. Four shirts going yes. out. You know what? I bet they have amazing sex. Whoa. <laughs> you know their saying? kids are listening. Oh, shit. Come on, man. They're 20 and I bet 24. Their kids, I bet their kids get laid. Too much for them. To, I, thought I bet their kids, kids get laid a lot, too, though. You know what I, mean? I thought Yeah, but Doug, then the parents don't want to hear that. It's a you sexy family, dude, uh, obviously. All right. but, you know? When uh, Doug first said it, I thought he said us. her, when she said her husband and her and her kids are 24 and 20. You thought her husband was 24? That's what. That's a Her sons, plural. Yeah, got it. It's a badass family. It is. They all get shirts. You guys all get shirts. So all the winners, what you got to do is you got to email Doug at mindpumpradio@gmail.com and leave your address, your your Instagram name, so we know what's not you. your iTunes name, iTunes name, excuse and me, phone and number, your if you're size, single. and your size. And so for the family of four, leave the sizes for everybody. Fantastic, excellent job. All right. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go: Mind Pump. Mind Pump with your hosts Sal De Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews.
I think we're I think we're recording. What? No, we're not. Yeah, we are. No, we're not. Yes, we are. Oh, <laughs> raggy. Yes, we are. Yeah, so stop texting or posting. I was texting your mom. What? Oh. <laughs> Shit, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be home late tonight. Hold, on, hold on a second. Dear hold on a second. D-Stephano. We just crossed we yeah. just crossed the that line. Was a big one. That was a big one. Damn. You know why it's fucking hot in here, you dude? I'm <laughs> sweating my dick off right now. Yeah, the room we need, we need AC in here, Doug. Yeah. I, bl- it, I blame it, it on it's you. It's giving us crazy brain. I feel like we took a step back. Like it was like we're on. I felt like uh, we're moving on up, and we were coming in our own. We got this badass studio, and now we got this fucking heater that doesn't yeah. turn off in here. We should be drinking alcohol right I now. We make we make a lot of noise. I know yeah, Doug doesn't think so, but I think it's these these lights put off some heat too. They're you like think so. Fuck yeah, they're like you tanning think, salon. You don't lights. think it's me putting off the heat? Could be that too. You know what I mean? You look oily though right now. Huh? You look oily. oily. So so <laughs> let's just this is the third time now <laughs> that you said that on air. First of all, the lights are shining right on. I always say it when I notice it. That's it. For so three so, times now. I've noticed. Second, second, I produce I see it, I see it now. I produce a natural it. a natural coat uh, of uh pheromones and it just sits on my skin. A reservoir of sweat. And attracts your yeah. mom, right? To me. Yeah. <laughs> boom. Oh, oh, the, boom. Mom, yeah. the mom jokes. The mom right jokes back. are coming yeah. out. Yeah. That's like that's like eighth grade. No more yeah. mom jokes. <laughs> yeah, you, Let's get off your guys' moms, because I already did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, oh. yeah. Yes. Sorry. Who worked out today? I didn't. I'm sick, dude. Every time. I know. What do you have? <laughs> the same thing, bro. What do I have? Again? Yeah. Mm. Gonorrhea? Yep. <laughs> that, that bacteria. <laughs> Did you get a fever or just a cold? No, no, no. I've, I've, I'm fine. I, I have, uh, I've had a cold. I had a cold probably last week, and because I just said "fuck you, cold," I wasn't gonna let it slow me down. I kept doing me. So it mm-hmm. slowed you down. Slowed Fuck me down. Fuck you, cold. <laughs> I do me. Slowed me down today. So today I decided to put my feet up a little bit. Work from home. And uh, I'll probably, I've decided to do the same thing tomorrow too. Oh yeah. yeah. Just going to take it off and try and get better. Yep. Drink some uh, horny goat weed. Mm. It's not working for you, is it? Uh, not, not the way it's You're not becoming a horny you know, goat? I don't, no, <laughs> I don't know if you're using it right. I, that's, I feel like I'm not going to sound like, oh, bro, wait till you try this. You're going to want to hump the lampshade as soon as you're done. <laughs> You know, you know, Sal, Sal you know. sitting on the couch just waiting like, hey, is it kicking in yet? Yeah, is it kicking in yet? Yeah, staring, staring at my crush. <laughs> it's, it's working. You're, you're wearing it? those sweats I bought you, right? Is, right? It, is, it, wor- <laughs> is it working? Is it working, yo? Bro, I'm giving him a placebo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want him to think he's fucked. You know what I mean? I'm like, Adam, trust me. This works on everyone. Uh, Give him nothing. So smart. Give him chamomile. Yeah. How about, how about you, Justin? Did you lift today? You know, I didn't lift today. I lifted yesterday. Wow. Today, yeah. So I'm the only one that likes to work out all the time? No, I'm just I'm taking okay. it off, man. It's okay. Just <clears throat> listen to my body, my rhythms, you know, <laughs> really centering myself. Hey. Did, did you watch the Super Bowl? Dude, I'm telling who played? Was it the was it, was it, was it the Cincinnati Giants? Celtics Gi- versus the uh, Was it the Cincinnati Giants yeah. against the the Brooklyn Sharks? That's right. Yeah. Was that was, the Royals? Was that who's playing? Oh, I'm yeah. so embarrassed. You know what? I did watch. So here, here's the deal. I'm at my parents' house. The kids are there. We're, we're, everybody's hanging out. Super Bowl's on TV. I'm not paying attention until commercials come on. I'm the f- I watch the commercial, like a bro. Girl, dude. You do sound How, like a chick. I, I How it, stupid is that? Well, I mean, they they used to. And be, this, the commercials were shitty. This but used, you knew that Beyonce was going to be there. They've been shitty for like the last I don't know. I don't like her. Eight to ten years. Mm-hmm. I think most uh, most big companies. I like her. Pepsi car companies, they're they're learning that uh, their money is better spent other other places because commercials. I think those 
those commercials cost like a ridiculous amount per second. It's like a million dollars. Dude, per second. it was like yeah, it was like five million for thirty <clears throat> seconds. Is that what it is? Yeah. I, I know it's something ridiculous. Yeah, and so they, I mean, they had a lot of people pull out. Like they just didn't want to do it. Well, think about it. Five million dollars. Like I mean, if I'm mom. I'm Pepsi, right? <laughs> Fuck. If I'm Pepsi, no more mom Five million dollars, right? Five million dollars right? to reach. What do they say? A hundred million people are watching uh, the game. Is that what they say? I don't know. Something like that, right? I don't know. These, I look at like I look at Sal like he has any idea. Yeah, I, look, I normally look at you for hey, some good smart is, statistics. Here's, he's just like here's he's some shit I don't in. know. Yeah, he's yes. like I'm fucking mm. lost right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just listening to the story you're telling Adam. Yeah. Bat uh, your eyes. That's yeah, what I do. Sal. Yeah, just, just bat look, your eyes. Sit there and look mm. pretty. Uh, yeah, no, going, it's, Adam. It's like uh, you know, I think it's like five million somewhere, somewhere like that. But it's a ridiculous, it's a ridiculous amount that it costs. And you're you're getting to what 100 million people out of those 100 million people. How do you know even X amount are even your customers? It's better well spent yeah. now, like with social media platforms and stuff. I well, could find well, here's what they're doing: now. ten thousand kids with uh, hundred thousand followers it, and pay them a grand. Oh <laughs> shit, good idea. Yeah. Right. It, it, well, it's it's interesting Somebody because needs to do that. What's happening now they is that it. a commercial will go on the internet first and say, "Oh, check out this the Super Bowl ad that's going to air on the Super Bowl," and some of those will go viral before the Super Bowl will come out. Or yeah, they're leaking them early. They're leaking them early, yeah. and then afterwards. They're having rankings, and then some of them go viral. Mm -hmm. So the value uh, now may be up going up again because of that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good did point. You, did you did you guys hear about how much the seats cost at the freaking stadium? Yeah, they're like three grand or something. Bro, for the yeah, shitty seats for like the nosebleeds, yeah. three fucking thousand dollars for a seat at the Super Bowl. Pretty normal. Yeah, suite was like two hundred thousand, something like that. That's that's just stupid to me. Yeah. Like you could, if you, that's a lot of money, man. Did bro. you know? Did you remember? Do you remember when I mentioned you guys about this being the the highest week for prostitution and stuff? Is it really? Ooh, you didn't know that? No. So no. Super Bowl. Is that why you couldn't you couldn't Super, party like you wanted to? <laughs> yeah, Super Bowl week. That's why we couldn't get all of you in the Super Bowl <laughs> town. Is the highest the highest time of the year and in the country for prostitution. Wow. And I I mentioned this to you guys. It probably went over your head. Uh, but just like what three days before the game, um, th I think second string or third string safety for Carolina Panthers got sent back on his plane because he got caught up with a fucking no prostitute. Way. Oh yeah, dude. you know that just goes. That's crazy because a dude Keep could have sex in with the pants, bro. He could have sex with anyone, yeah. but that's not why he had sex with a prostitute. He had sex with prostitutes because he doesn't want to have sex. He wants well, nobody to know. No, let and me then he got caught. Well, yeah, but you know what? Let me tell you something about. And this is just, uh, dude. This is just my own experience. So obviously, I'm. This is over generalization because I don't know. So we're going wizardly now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. you know, yeah. We can't. This exactly. Welcome this, to have, wizardly <laughs> you know, every time I with no, Adam. Yeah. So the the professional athletes that I do know and that I've been around, uh, we need a we need like a a, a noise there. Uh, <laughs> uh, you like, you know, something like you know, Gandalf. Yeah, most 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 pro athletes are. Um, I mean, they were special in high school, and we kind of talked about this before in a mind pub episode. They like they were badass athletes back then. Yeah, they're just yeah born to be these athletes. And a lot of them, okay, not all of them. Like I said, this is the overgeneralization part. But in my experience, all the ones that I've ever met uh, have zero game. They literally because and I and you oh zero game interesting. In, in terms of picking up yeah so girls. yeah it's it's quite interesting to be around it and to watch it because you most people think like oh I bet they get all the ass mm. and they get all this and that and, and I'm not saying they don't they're right? all like scared so if the girl doesn't recognize them or know that they're make that they have a lot of money then yeah they're, then they're fucked yeah they mm. just or and or or besides the fact that they're usually big muscular yeah or it's easier just to pay for them you know yeah. it's pay for you got that much money to throw around so that which is you're really, thinking of like O linemen. No, I'm thinking of like everybody <laughs> I know that's like that. Like, and yeah. they're, we're talking about linebackers, wide receivers, guys. quarterbacks, like, uh, you know, basketball players. It doesn't matter. Like, 
uh, they all kind of are the same way when they, they've got that. They've been they were too focused on sports that whole time. They never developed. Well, and everything. Or maybe they just, that's how they got all the girls that they got. Exactly. Oh, that's yeah, where I'm yeah. getting. Get, I mean, from, yeah. from from you know, and, you know, yeah, if you had anybody that. who went pro when they were a high school or go back yeah. and think about, I mean, they were already, you know, treated differently in high school and then college for sure are treated differently. And then when they make it to the professional level, they're used to being treated that way. And then you put them in a setting where it's, hey, you and the boys were out at the bar and nobody knows who you are. Nobody knows who I am. And we're out picking up on chicks. How do you do? It's like it's pretty funny to watch, dude. Yeah. And they they are. They rely on uh, that. That's not nah, like I said, it's an overgeneralization because I can't. Yeah, speak but I got all these stats. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I would think that's a Let's that's a, a big reason too why you just hire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just you just hire out. That's crazy. Something that you can give to each other for free, you get your ass can get thrown in jail for for trading money for it. That's mm. just that's just crazy to me. That's just weird. Mm. That's that we, just my view. That we yes. police that. Huh? That we police that's that. That's just weird. Right. You got two adults that both agree on a condition and mm. do something with each other. I think it's, it's, it's illegal. the exploitation, though, of, you know, the rings that, that come out of nowhere from, like, the young that's, girls. And that's, that's all in the black story. market. That's well, black market. Well, yeah, that's, that's why true. if you make, that's, that's that's why if you make it legal, yeah. uh, it's, you, number one, you'll outcompete the, 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 you know, you're going to have a cleaner prostitutes. Right. You're going to have them be checked. You're going to have IDs well, have to be it's very similar to the drug market. <laughs> it is. And if you're a guy that wants to sleep with a prostitute... You can take the risk of going to the black market or you can go to the legal market, which is there, which you know they're getting tested, you know they're clean, you know how much you pay, you know, all that stuff. It's it's just it just doesn't make sense to me that people yeah. go to jail and get busted for that. It's so weird. To yeah. Me. No, I, I think it's weird too. That's just weird. But it, we also like we said, we think that we feel the same way about drugs too. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they they go hand in hand with both those like Yeah, drugs and prostitution go hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> it would be one killer business. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pick up your pick up your dime bag and your hooker right away. <laughs> Doug, Doug edit. Drive through. Doug yes, edit that. <laughs> Drive through. Mind, <laughs> Mind Pump is a fitness show. <laughs> Talks about fitness <laughs> and <laughs> fitness <laughs> and health. Hey, Just thinking. Get uh, in the back of the truck. I'll take uh, yeah. two number twos. Yeah. A number two. three and actually and make an my eight ball. Yeah, make, yeah, please. yeah. Just yeah. on the side, yeah. please. Just with one of those things that you do with it. Mm. You know, you burn it, <laughs> ladies something. and gentlemen. If your children are listening currently, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, a horrible no. parent. <laughs> okay, Doug, bring us the quad. Show is not oh, for you, it's motherfucking quad. We're just time. kidding. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think we were going to do that today. Here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought we were just going to talk about drugs. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's Watkins R23, how to improve hip mobility. Hip mobility. Hip well, Justin mobility. is the hip, hip thrusting master. I am a hip thrusting SOB. Which I want to say, I'm so glad you finally posted a video. I was wondering when you're going to do a kettlebell swing on there. And, oh, yeah. Uh, to show people. Is it on his page? Yeah, so at Mind Pump Justin. I want to point out that this is funny that you did that. And I had I've okay. been meaning to tell you guys. So at uh, Orange Theory for the last, they always introduce new movements like, you know, on the, and I just, that day I get there, I see him, I turn him on and I see this one. I'm like, oh, look at this. It's a kettlebell swing, but we don't have kettlebells and we have dumbbells, which that's fine. You can still make a, uh, you can still do it with a dumbbell, but then they call it a half squat swing. Oh, man. And so like, <laughs> so here I am teaching classes like, so the idiot up on here on the TV, this is what they call it. Let me explain. This is really a hip hinge movement. I'm breaking it down, everybody. This is what it's really supposed to look like. And then Justin yeah. posted that. I thought, oh, that was awesome because I was just yeah, talking it, about Perfect it. timing. Because it's not a squat front raise. It's, no, a, hip, it's a hip hinge it's movement. That's it. It's, it's explosive. It's We're driving with our hips. It's something, you know, that it's got ballistic movement to it. You know, it's not something that I'm I'm pulling with. I'm not I'm not trying to use my arms. And it's all you, you can see how I posted that, too, about 
you know how why why I implemented the uh, the high pool and all that kind of stuff. It's like people have to understand the reasoning and the rationale of what it is that you're trying to do and how you're getting explosive through driving through your hips and loading, you know, your heel to toe and like getting all the mechanics aligned so that my, I'm using my whole body uh, in unison. And, you know, it, it also like, it's, it's, it's a, it's a way that like I'm, I'm sequencing, you know, what comes first, what comes second, what comes third. Like, well, this is perfect because a, a big factor that goes into hip mobility is strength. That's it. A hundred percent. Um, I've seen uh, several yoga instructors now who did no uh, no strength training and would teach and do lots of what's called yin yoga, which is more of the it's similar to corrective exercise uh, stretching, mm. where you sit in a, a a stretch on the floor. So it's not the functional type of you know flexibility type stuff. Mm-hmm. And they've had hip problems because of lack of strength, even though they've got lots of flexibility. Mm-hmm. So strength is a very, very big part of hip mobility, but you want to make sure it's strong right. in each of its each of its the ways it moves. Everything from extension to flexion to abduction and adduction and rotation, both internal and external rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to have strength in each of those positions. Um, and then of course you want to have flexibility. Yeah. And that's a good point that you brought up with strength because a lot of people assume that it's about opening everything up and everything has to be open. Uh, in reality, it's more just like you said, for the, for the hacks with, uh, with the joints, like we want to make sure that we're in optimal alignment. So everything is in its length tension relationship is established the way that it's most optimal. And that doesn't mean that it's super elongated. Uh, you know, you, you have to have a, a certain length where it feels like you have support and tension, but it's also allow, allowing the travel and allowing this range of motion to occur. Uh, so that way my leg can go through all these angles and different uh, movements. And by the way, uh, when it comes to hip mobility, the the top of the femur that fits in the hip joint can be very different from person to person. Oh, absolutely. And so can the actual socket that it fits in, in inside the hip and the mm-hmm. pelvis. So what might be a good squat for you, a good position, feet straight, you know. Didn't you post this on the forum recently? I, I did post it. I actually posted an article on it. Um, you know, feet straight, knees straight, you know, shoulder width, stand, squat down. That might actually cause him impingement or issues in the hip with other people who might need to get a wider stance and point the toes out. So hip mobility um, in terms of functionality for certain exercises like a squat and deadlift, mm-hmm. it can look different from person to person. That's I, such a good point because yeah. I have a feeling a lot of people ask that they think they have... They think something's off because it doesn't look like somebody demonstrating it. Or or they do a squat like they think they're supposed to, and they're like, it catches, my hip catches. Why is my, something's wrong with my hip. Mm -hmm. And it's like, actually, let's let's identify what the problem is first, make sure it's not a muscle imbalance. Maybe you just need to open up your stance a tiny bit and widen your feet a little bit and watch Mm -hmm. what happens. That's right. It's it's one of the reasons why, like for me, I I consider myself a relatively good deadlifter. Typically don't get, I rarely ever get injured deadlifting. It's a very natural movement for me, mm-hmm. but I deadlift with a narrow ass stance. I mean, if you see the way I stand, yeah, my stance is narrow. My toes are slightly pointed out. Um, and that's just for my hips that works best. And when I squat, it's not quite as narrow, but it's very similar because I, a long time ago, uh, I read article on this and, um, I had always had issues squatting. And so I adjusted my stance and changed it and said, okay, this isn't what the standard stance is supposed to be, but let's see how it feels. Yeah. And boom. Yeah. I it, felt it's fantastic. so crazy to think about bone length because I think like for forever, like I was so um, conditioned and programmed to uh, think of everybody's squat and mechanics based off of 
uh, musculature and like how long or you know short that it was, was. just a muscle that, that it was a it. muscle thing is yeah. a muscle imbalance but in reality you know you you have to account for the fact that their uh, their bones are a certain length and that's going to already mm-hmm. place them in a certain gait uh, in a stance that uh, uh, their alignment is going to be most optimal in so it's it's really about evaluating that um, and then uh, building that length tension around that to support you know, your mechanics. Now, what about flexibility with the hips, right? Mm-hmm. Um, static stretches are are good to gain new range of motion, but make sure you strengthen yourself in that new range of motion. Well, dynamic flexibility in this. Di- sure. Dynamic I mean, stretching is fantastic. And Adam, I want to give, give you credit for this because you had talked about this a few episodes ago mm-hmm. on how you stopped foam rolling. And now you do a dynamic warm up. And uh, Adam was, was nice enough to film himself um, taking a shower. Oh, whoops, wrong film. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I filmed, got that too. Sorry about yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh, you you were filming yourself doing a a, a functional or a dynamic warm up, um, and we were able to post it on the forum, and uh, so a lot of people on the forum got to see it. And so I've been doing that. I've been actually copied your warm up exactly. I haven't foam rolled. I haven't stretched. That's all I've done. And I've had the best, so far, some of the best uh, workouts that I've had in a long time in terms of jumping right into the exercise and being able to go straight to depth. Whereas before, I'd foam roll stretch, uh, and then I'd go in and I'd have to do all these warm-up sets to start moving, you know, to start feeling good. Now I can kind of jump in a little faster. Mm -hmm. So the dynamic flexibility aspect is like... What's that? What is that called when you kick your leg to the to the middle and to the side? Is that just that's just adduction abduction? Yeah, and is it's, that the term for yeah, it? Yeah, it's it's popular with like ice skaters and stuff like that. Um, uh, Justin, you know the name of it? I don't or just even, the leg swing? Yeah, leg yeah. swing. Leg that's swing. What we call it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. leg swing is a great uh, warm up to get some of the ab the adductors and abductors warmed up. Yeah. Before you do a squat, that'll increase your hip mobility before you go into your mm-hmm. your hip movements. And but you know before we move on to the next question, the hips are incredibly important. For the rest of your body, if you have imbalances in your hips, it will and it can, it can and it will cause pain in your knees, ankles, your lower back, and even your upper back. It's all connected, and that center area, that lumbar pelvic hip area, that's it, is very, very yeah. important. And I would venture to say, eighty percent, at least, if not more, of the people that I see with knee pain and problems comes from the hips. Yeah. Uh, every and time, back every time, pain. and back pain. Yeah, so it's like it's very much of a, a relationship that's intertwined. So. Uh, yeah, most of that is it derives from the hips and, and pelvic area. So uh, be conscious of that. So you, you another point that I wanted to bring up: make sure that you're getting rotation out of your <coughs> hips, which I don't think a lot of people uh, really implement in anything. No. And then when they do, it's like this this pull, it's this tear, it's this it's this shocking uh, thing in their in their movement pattern. When in in fact, like your hips are made to do that, and also to really work on rotating with tension with your hips. So uh, just consider that for hip mobility. Uh, you're going to get even greater uh, support when you go into squats and deadlifts and things like that to implement like that transverse movement. And well, start and start slow with the rotation. Well, start easy and slow. Easy, when you, slow and, and nice and controlled and tense. When you talk about this stuff, I mean, and when people ask these questions, I mean, it just, this is why we created performance. I mean, mm-hmm. this is what this is what performance is really about. Yeah, you're going to perform faster. Yeah, you're going to look better. Yada yada. But you know, implementing a lot of these exercises and movements. When when you're talking, I'm listening to what you're explaining. Like, well, there's you know, you've got a, a lunge with rotational in there. You've got a wood chop in there. You've got mm-hmm. you know all these movements. I mean, even our our maps high to low, like all the different right. movements and planes. Pivoting. That you, yeah, so that, that you're, way your hips you're using, are rotating exactly. in. in- 
Yeah. And with I, purpose. And, and I have to say, I love it right now. I'm going through it and it, it's uh, it's been great for me. And I know that I've been on this whole aesthetic kick for so many, the last few years with the whole competing world. And uh, I've been in some serious need of this. And the old trainer in me would just kind of naturally cycle this type of training in. I never had uh, a set format that I was following or whatever. And so until I got into competing, then I followed this aesthetic on building, yeah. building, building. Well, I can see too. And like, don't get, don't get your, you wrong. Like I can see why people like to just focus on the aesthetic aspect of training because that's, you know, that, that's the desirable thing. And that's the, the first thing people notice is that, Oh, I'm overweight. Oh, I'm looking better. You know, and in fact, like it, it, this is more of a selling point on my end to to try and promote the fact that like if you're moving, if you have quality movement, it's going to benefit you when you go do these other types of lifts that are more aesthetic based. Because now you're not going to have these these pains and these these aches and these nagging or things just or just, just the chronic fact like over patterning, yeah. you know, that same movement. And just the fact that it's not as effective. Like that's you, it. You it's not going to be as effective. You can't do the exercises effectively. Look, if you took two groups of people, you had one group just focus on, focus on aesthetic type training and you had the other group that focused on aesthetic training, but would also throw in performance or functional type training. Guess who's going to look better at the end of it? Okay, right. it's the it's the other group. It's the group that incorporates the performance and functional type training. They're also going to beat the other group in terms of aesthetic. So you will look better uh, anyway because you're you're incorporating smart training into your program. When it looks like your body's supposed to be like you know, it's how you're supposed to move in right. a sense of training so that way. I posted great stuff as far as dynamic flexibility for hip mobility. What would you guys say are some of your top, you know, top two or three exercises for hip mobility as far as performing ex- exercises? Biggest so, bangs for your buck. For me, um, I get a lot of clients that are uh, older and beginners. Um, so one of the first exercises I do is I try to teach people to be able to step up on something mm-hmm. and get that hip extension at the top. Mm-hmm. So I'll start with a short step and then move them up. And that's how I'll progress people to be able to do squats. Then I move to like a box squat okay. just to be able to get the hips to fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in more advanced clients, I'll do rotational lunges. I'll do side lunges. I'll do back step lunges. Just moving uh, the hip in its different ranges of motion and in different planes and getting stronger in those different planes. But mm-hmm. yeah, what about what about you, Jess? Yeah, I was. I mean, just squats in general. And then I'll, I'll actually have um, you know we'll start out doing like hip extension, like floor bridges and stuff like that too, just to really build that glute strength and, and support system. And then um, just taking them through, like I said, like real slow rotational movements, um, and and really focusing on. Uh, stabilizing and being able to move properly and take it through all the ranges of motion it's naturally able to do. So step ups, of course, and, um, you know, single leg uh, touches and things uh, where they have to stabilize a bit more. Cool. Next qua. Next qua from Fit Chris 86 That's our boy from the forum. Yeah. Uh, he's asking about your biggest pet peeves regarding living with your ladies. <laughs> Well, <laughs> wow! I didn't even see you pick this one. <laughs> wow! She always she always leaves the toilet seat down. Uh, he, he, Leave it try, up. Trying to get us all like uh, in the doghouse. Leave it up. Yeah. Uh, biggest pet peeves. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. My girl's pretty easy. Pretty easy to Just live. Come with. on, man. Yeah, no, she's. Uh, <laughs> It probably has something to do with uh, like a bathroom stuff because I'm pretty I'm pretty finicky about like my toilet paper. <laughs> you what? Yeah, like my bathroom. He's trying. You're he's finicky? trying to avoid the word saying anal. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I see what he's doing there. No, I'm pretty anal. No, I, 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 I and just recently I had something. Give me anal. if you come around to me, I'll be able to think of uh, 
something that uh, she's probably done to me that I've, that's gotten me. I probably do a lot more that drives her crazy, I'm sure. Like, I know it drives her nuts when I leave my beard clippings. Oh, isn't that the case, though? Like, we're so much more annoying. Yeah, we are. Like, we, I, I will highly admit that. Yeah, that's why I say she's not. I mean, she's like super courteous, too. She gets up sometimes mornings before me and she'll literally go downstairs and do her hair and stuff like so. She don't wake me up. I don't hear that. Um it does drive me crazy though. If like uh, she, she, I, I when I fall asleep, like I have a hard time falling asleep. But when I do finally fall asleep, I'm pretty out, right? But she's a light sleeper, and if the dogs wake her up to like they have to go to the bathroom for some weird reason in the middle of the night, which happens every now and then at two or three in the morning, and she, if she doesn't want to get up and get him, she'll wait until he cries enough to wake me up. And I know she's already, <laughs> I already know she's been awake. So I'm like, motherfucker, like if it woke me up, you know what I'm saying? And you, were, I, would, I would win that battle. Yeah. I just lay there fucking still. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend to sleep. No, because what she will do sometimes too is maybe it didn't even wake me up. She'll wake me up. Billy's got to go to the bathroom. Billy's got to go to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> oh, and then I come back and you can hear that. Like, I'll come back. And say, I hope I can fall back asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Under my breath, elephants. I, uh, you know what girls uh, leave in the shower a lot of times? Their mm. long hair. Yeah, but they'll put it into a fucking, they'll like uh, make ball? it into a ball. Yeah. Like, okay, that's great. Rub it yeah. and they put it on the wall and stick that shit on the wall. Why? What the why fuck? Why do is, they do that? What is that? Ladies, why is there a ball of hair on the wall? Seriously. Like, what if I did that, that shit? That always gets on my arm. That's so. It's I'm just so, like, what? It's, why do I have long blonde hairs? <laughs> it's so All over. But it's so weird. I've noticed it. Anytime, anytime I've spent the night at someone's house, yeah. every randomly women do that, and <laughs> but I, I again, knew. it's better than my boogers. Yeah, right. <laughs> <What>? so, <laughs> do you leave your boogers on the wall? I mean, that's where I clean house. You know <laughs> <what I> mean? <laughs> so sometimes you miss some. Yeah, I, I just, I just piss the hair off the wall. You know I mean? When I see it, I'm like, all right, let's. It's a challenge. Yeah, play see like, if I can, that's see like, like that, that fireman eye. game, you know, that hose game. That is a common one. We all have those. The hair. I think every, it is. I think that's yeah, it's a common yeah, female. I remember. Trait. I remember when we when my girl clogged I'll the drain. I'll tell you what mine is. She tried to know. blame it on me. Clogged the drain. <laughs> yeah, should I blame it on me? Because like one time I was before a competition, I was like shaving my legs, and I'm like, the one time I shave my legs does not clog the yeah. clog the drain after all the <laughs> clumps of balls of hair. I know. I know exactly what my pet peeve is, and like it falls in line with, with the whole. I don't know. Like they want to pop your pimples and shit and like i don't know why but it's like this thing it's like this obsession to find something wrong with you you know and like like pulling my hairs out of my eyes dude (laughs) out of my eyes here's here's what i'm gonna try and say like like i have this thing it's this thing about ears right and so she's just always so pissed off at me because i don't put like uh, like it deep enough those those q-tip because it freaks me out feels like i'm like stabbing my brain (laughs) and i hate it and what? then she like comes out of nowhere and then tries to put it in my ear and like jabbed it in there really hard one time. I was like, that's it. <laughs> and, like, she hasn't tried since. He's like, did I beat her? But yeah. No, it that's, is. That's my one pet peeve. Girls sure. do like to do that. They like to yeah. pluck hairs and fucking pop shit so on they, you. They like get all You know crazy. what I just realized? That's chimps. Chimps do know, that shit. That's like monkey behavior. And she's trying to find like ticks and parasites They're like little monkeys. Me. Oh, wow. I'm like, look, I didn't put, I didn't, I haven't been hugging Adam. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. I don't have any scabies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Poor Adam. Right, Shots have been fired tonight. <laughs> <laughs> next qua. All right. Qua. Next is from Adam J. Castro. He's asking if he should be doing the same exercises for each of his trigger sessions. 
if he's trying to build his lagging body parts. Now, is this like an question to me? Is this a trigger session or is he talking about? Yeah, no, he was was asking about. Is this red maps or green maps? It was longer than that. He's running uh, regular maps. It's trigger session. Red maps. Yeah, red maps. Maps anabolic. Okay. I like that. And he is, uh, and he just wants to know if um, on those trigger sessions, if he should be doing the the same uh, uh, trigger workouts or they should change and alternate or if he should focus on. Well, before we go into that, uh, let's explain what a trigger session is real quick for the new listeners. Uh, trigger session is a is a is a quote unquote mini workout. So it's in between your big hard workout. So let's say Monday I did my full body hard workout. Tuesday I don't go to the gym, um, but I do little mini exercises with bands on target areas of my body, and I'll do those several times a day, two or three times a day. Um, it's not intense, but the idea behind a trigger session is to send or to maintain that loud muscle building signal that I set the day before. And in fact, they do work that way. They're extremely effective. And when you do them properly and consistently, you do get a major boost to everything, fat loss and muscle building. Um, Yes. And his question is asking, should he focus on lagging body parts? Absolutely. That's like the perfect thing trigger sessions are for. If you have a weakness um, in your chest or your biceps or your back or your calves, your trigger sh- session should definitely involve an exercise on those lagging body parts because well, they will get more attention. It sounds a lot like, you know, when Adam was going for his prep for his show, like right. kind, of, kind of like some techniques you were well, he sounds like he's talking implementing. About, sounds like he's not talking about trigger sessions or mobility sessions. Sounds like he's talking about focus sessions. Fo- uh, focus oh, session. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Sure. But yeah, so um, uh, definitely, definitely pick those lagging body parts. And so for those of you that are not, um, in the forum or uh, involved with the program, what you do is on your, you know, some of you guys will follow body part splits, which we're not huge fans of, but if you love them, that's fine. On the days, let's say today's chest day and tomorrow's back day, but chest is your weakness, then you would still do some really light sets, real light and easy sets for chest on back day as well, just to hit that body part again. And just enough to get a little bit of a pump and burn. You're not looking to train it like you did the day before. Mm-hmm. So that would be similar to the trigger session concept. With an inferior type workout, is, which is, is a, which is a body part split. Is Adam not on the forum? He's not on the forum. Um, I don't know if Adam is on the Adam. Oh, he bro, I, he hey, might be on the forum. Get, on get, the get, forum. On, get yourself on the forum, dude. This is the type of stuff that uh, we talk about. Other trainers converse about on a daily basis. People are always throwing ideas out on on mm-hmm. things they're working on. They want to try to do so. If, if you sound like an advanced guy, you sound like someone that would totally benefit for this. So get your ass on the forum. Well, uh, mm-hmm. Mindpumpmedia.com. You can see access to the forum there, yeah. and you, and you yeah. can just get on. That's for anybody. Next qua. Yeah, this next qua is from a actually a new forum member, Joseph Aulua, eighty nine, and I may be destroying his name, so he can let me know. Sounded on the forum. good to me, Doug. Joseph, yeah. you're a badass. Yes, there it is. Uh, name one time your egos got in your way and or went bad. That's mm. the question. I think Adam should go first. <laughs> I should go first. <laughs> that one. I'm trying to limit to where what's the best in the, way? the best story. If you can't think of one, I got one on the top of my head. You can go ahead because I got quite a few. I'm trying to think of what's the best. One I, got, to I got a story about the time <laughs> it got in your it got in your way out of got in the way of yours. No, I'll tell you a time it got in my way. Mm. Uh, it's, and it's relatively it's not recent. It's relatively recent. So it's like two years ago, and I'm this is a gym moment. I was uh, maybe three years ago. Before I ever deadlifted 600 pounds, and I did pull 600 pounds at one point, um, but I was heavy. I was like 225. Um, I pulled it with the trap bar. And for those of you who've ever used a trap bar or hex bar, just means it doesn't count. Most, most of you, you, you'll be able to lift anywhere between, (laughs) no, it doesn't. It doesn't because I can lift 30 to 50 more pounds in a hex bar than I can with a straight bar. So, um, I tried 600 pounds with that first before I did that. I did 580. So I did 580. I did a set. It was heavy as fuck. I put it down 
and I'm working out in the gym. It's got a few people in there, including some of my trainers. And some of my trainers are like, you know what, Sal, you should probably stop right there and in a couple of weeks go for 600. But uh, my ego uh, decided that I was going to pull 600 today. I'm doing it. Yeah, it's going to happen. So I get on that hex bar and I grind the shit out of it. It's probably the slowest lift of my life. And about two thirds of the way up, I feel a painful pop mm, in my uh, right around my shoulder blade in the thoracic kind of areas, like near my in my ribs. I popped a rib, <clears throat> is what the chiropractor said I did. Mm. This is two thirds of the way up. Now the smart person would drop the bar, but I'm almost all the way up. I'm finishing <laughs> the fucking lift. Yes, and I did finish the lift, and then I laid down on the floor. No joke, I laid on the floor and I couldn't move for about twenty minutes. It was it, like hurt to breathe. And then I finally was able to get up. I took some ibuprofen and I got my ass to the chiropractor right away. Right away, and I had to take two days off of work, mm-hmm. but I was able to pull six hundred pounds. <laughs> you, you got that trophy. Ego wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you guys? You guys gotta have fucking stories. Don't no, sit there like I, you don't know. No, shit. no, no. I, I, have, I, have, think I have a ton. In fact, this is actually. Um, you know, God, I here we, big ego. I, if you want, if we want to keep it real, we we'll keep it on the stage. So this is something that oh, um, good. Something happened. Something good's gonna come out. Yeah. <laughs> this is something that I, I struggle <laughs> this with. Is when you win the dick competition. The no, dick no, no, no. This is. I, I, I think that we all are are are, are battling our egos on a regular basis. Um, I think um, we all have them, and it's something that uh, I think the more self aware you are, the better you are keeping it in check and. Um, I'm pretty aware that I have one and I'm pretty aware uh, when it comes out. But then I also have times where I fuck up and it's uh, more often than not. And part of one of of the things that I love about Katrina is that uh, she's pretty damn smart. She's been with me for a very long time and she knows me very well. And she a lot of times can see that coming out in me. I'll give you an example. So being somebody who I didn't finish college. So and I was also very young when I was out and I was very young when I was uh, successful. And so. I always felt like I always had something to prove and I got to I got to tell people or show people because I was always the un, I was the underdog. And that a lot of that is my ego getting in the way, especially when I've gone on to have uh, multiple businesses that were successful and I've done well for myself and I'm into my mid 30s now and you know who who do I have anything to prove to? I don't have anything to prove to anybody else, but I still have that chip on my shoulder. And you know when I get in positions where um, you know, I feel threatened in that in that manner. I have this need to want to uh, project how smart I am, and a lot of times that can uh, either be belittling for somebody else or rub somebody the wrong way. Now, because my girl knows me and she knows the type of person that I am, that I care about people, and I'm not that type of person who's egotistical or, or feels that way. But those are the the moments where that will that will start to come out, and she always gives me a nice little elbow. Or lets me know, like, why you do that? You know, why are you doing that? You know how smart you are. There's no reason for you to have to tell that person that uh, you're that smart or explain or make them. Because which all you really are doing is making them feel inferior to you because of that. And you felt the need to do that. Why would you do that? And it's always a gut check because, you know, and of course, I always retaliate with defensive and me saying like, oh, no, no. I try to explain myself. But in reality, she's right. It's, you know, it takes a lot to. Um, to see that and to catch it before it happens. And it happens every day to people. Every day you run into somebody or somebody makes you feel, you know, threatened in some manner, whether they f- make you feel like they're smarter than you are, they're stronger, they're better looking than you are, whatever it is, there's things that our, our egos are always showing themselves to us. And it's just a matter if you act upon it and you recognize it. And, you know, it's one of those things that I'm always trying to to catch and see. And, you know, it's definitely one of those things that I'm always trying to get better at. And that's mine. You know, I definitely have a chip on my shoulder. I have always felt like, 
I'm trying to prove stuff. And it, and a lot of times, and that's why I said I've got a lot of stories that that shit's fucked me in the, in the long run. A lot of times I've, uh, you know, we talked about before where my we love to hate Adam came from. And, you know, a lot of that is that. So you were cocky? No, it's not even that it's I was. Co- it was not even that I was cocky <laughs> as much as it was. No. You know, I had this ego of, you know, I, you know, I knew I, I was good. I knew that I was talented at what I did. And I uh, was going to have. And, and you know, if somebody would threaten me, I'd have the idea. I'd, Fuck it. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? And it didn't matter if they they wrote me off because of that or not. And a lot of times, you know, I'd be blackballed in companies or, you know, people felt threatened by me because I had that type of personality. And. You know, if I had a different approach, I you know these are my early 20s. I wasn't as self-aware as I am now, but it's definitely something that it'll always be a constant. Well, I think one. a lot of times, it's, even when you meet someone that's an asshole, um, your ego makes you think it has to do with you. And you got to be like, oh, that asshole. When in reality, it has nothing to do with you. You know what I mean? You end up owning their shit when it has nothing to do with you at all. Yeah. That's ego too. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know, so. Well, and most of the times when you, anything like that, where you get to, it's normally a reflection of yourself. You know, normally if you you see that and it, it bothers oh, yeah. you, normally that's a reflection of. Insecurity. Yeah, right. Yeah. So an insecurity or something going on with you. So it's taken a lot of work for me to, uh, to overcome that and to be aware of that. And to this day, I still got to keep myself in check. Now, being honest with you guys, I'm saying that it's something I'm working on. I like to think that I have it in pretty good control nowadays. But if, if I ever do fuck up, that's probably one of the first places I do is I have a tendency to do that. Yeah. say more than I need to, you know? <clears throat> yeah. I guess that for me along those lines, like I, I get some, I get pretty insecure. Like if I say dumb shit, like, and I know like ahead of time, like I have a limited amount of knowledge in something. It's a perfect case. Uh, in high school, I was, uh, in auto shop cause I want to learn. Right. And, um, I was at this auto shop with my buddies. And so my buddies have had previous knowledge and have rebuilt motors and you know all kinds of shit and uh i mean i had a pretty good database as far as like okay this is a carburetor you know and like i knew all like the basic stuff and i'm like trying to to get in and, and we're we're learning how to um uh, what was it i have something about like uh doing the valves basically something like that and um it's uh, this is so silly but like i remember getting so fucking in like infuriatingly pissed because uh just the reaction i got from this it was crazy like so the the teacher he and i still remember his fucking face right (laughs) uh he's like he's like hey can you go in there and and tell me what's on the odometer and uh and i'm just thinking myself my odometer because i've only heard it being called mileage Oh, right, right. right. And so I'm looking around, I'm like, there's a gas gauge, there's a, you know, this and that. And then I was like, looking at my body, I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking odometer, like all, <laughs> all under my breath, you know? He's like, you don't know the odometer? <laughs> and then the teacher, like, heard, and he's like, ah, you don't know the odometer? <laughs> and he started, like, oh laughing God. in my face. Straight scarred him for life. I fucking like, I turned bright red. I picked my fist up like this, like, in front of his face, and then he was just like, to the teacher? Yeah, I, I wanted to fucking hit him. And wow. Like, yeah. Oh, you're a bad kid. <laughs> yeah. Dude, God yeah. damn. He's laughing in my face. I probably like to this day. I probably would not. If you laugh in my face, I'll kill you. That's that's something that you don't fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that like so that was like my ego getting shattered. Like I look like a fucking idiot. You know. Well, that's the thing. See, here's the thing. Like if you if you don't let people do that to you, because it, because ultimately that was your fault. It wasn't his. Like, uh, yeah. You allowed him. But his reaction was uncalled for. No, no, no. That's what I mean. Like, but you allowed him exactly. to get you, to make you feel that way. Right. 
And that's that's, that's the ultimate. That's when you start to. I had to learn that though to like yeah. Oh reverse yeah. that right. process of, of reacting you know immediately. Right. That's yeah. how. That's when you start to evolve your ego when you stop. You, you really don't care. Like, okay, this guy's laughing at well, me, the but best, whatever. The best evolution for yeah. that for me was, you know, working with my buddy Mark Baker, who was, uh, I just think with people, he was very, very intelligent, um, very intelligent businessman too. And, and I remember he was the first person to sit down and talk to me, like desired outcome, you know, before you respond, before you act, before you say anything, let that fly through your brain first. What is your desired outcome to mm-hmm. what you're about to say, what you're about to do? And when you really think about that, what's my complete desired outcome? What do I want to have? Even if like, let's say, for example, in Justin's scenario, we take an extreme analogy like that. Like he want he the teacher just embarrassed him. My extreme, I would want to embarrass him back. Well, what's going to get that? It's me yelling at him or putting my fist up or making a scene would not get that response. So why would I even do that? You know what I'm saying? So if I'm really going to get back at this person or I'm really going to make this happen, I have to think through this instead of just reacting emotionally, which is what we most, most of the time we do, right? If something happens yeah. to us, it affects us emotionally. <laughs> we, we react. I'm like still pissed about that. <laughs> like, I like literally think about that and it like, I like get like ragingly mad. We'll see. And like the wiser you would think now, like, you know, okay, going back, like I should have thought this through. I could really embarrass the fuck out of this guy somehow. I know. I, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. I could have reversed it on before what was the I teacher, even answered it. What was the teacher's name? Uh, I don't even remember his name. Fuck. I was like, you could totally embarrass him I right could. now. I, uh, yeah, right. Fuck you. No, don't. <laughs> Whoever you are. Okay. <laughs> and your stupid beard. <laughs> huh? You think it's funny making fun of like little high school kids? Huh? Yeah, real funny guy. That's why Justin became a trainer, not yeah. a mechanic. Yeah. He's probably fat and dead. Oh my god! <laughs> probably cross hey, the line. It's you cannot tell that affected you at all. Actually, I, I can't yeah. even. I can't Your ego even has care. evolved a lot. <laughs> no, he had an odometer. I love in his you, casket. man. Yeah. You made me yeah. who I am today. <laughs> The next question, Justin, is for you. Oh, right. uh, yeah, it's from the training hour. The training hour, another forum member. Is that what it yep. says? The, the, the training <laughs> the, hour? No, we can't really <laughs> read that because Sal wrote it, but it does say the training hour. That looks I, uh, like what I wrote, I wrote in it in second grade. I wrote it in hieroglyphics. Yeah. <laughs> so this is how I know I'm supposed to be a surgeon. Look at my handwriting. Yeah, yeah. You oh, can't yeah, read right. shit. Yeah. I can't so read. There's that shorthand, right? I can't read my own fucking handwriting. I will write notes and be like, I don't know what the fuck I just wrote. <laughs> I have no idea. See how Maybe that's why I remember shit. about him, even yeah. though his question's directed at me. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Sorry about that. I got it. So the training hour is asking Justin... About his favorite type yes. of client and why. That's, is it just me? Such a great question. Is it just me, Adam? Or <laughs> is this question? Or is Justin getting a lot of female attention? Well, really? that any a lot of questions, man. I feel like I don't know what you guys are talking. About. I have one macro day, and all of a sudden it gets robbed from me. Yeah, but, but <laughs> this one's directed at him. Then somebody else said something about him. Is he asking if he was single? Mm, yeah. Like there's all these different. You know, I feel like Justin's just. I got I got long term skills. Damn, it's, <laughs> it's not very obvious, but you know, it comes a bit later. Long term skills. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Did your video leak out on the internet? <laughs> yeah, I was I was doing helicopters. So your favorite um, what are your what's your favorite client, bro? What's your favorite type of client to train and why? Well I I don't know. Like because Do I, I like I mean I like he's diversity. All, he's all rich clients. Here's the thing. Exactly. <laughs> no. Exactly. No. This question's for Jessica. I'm gonna ask all of well, you. I like right? athletes. I mean, too. it's it's kind of like you would assume that it would just be athletes because like anything I, I wouldn't want them assume to that. do. I wouldn't assume that. Well, I'm, I'm interested. What do you, it's because of the fact that their, uh, their performance is, is ridiculous. And so you could, you could make them do all kinds of crazy workouts and things that you wouldn't even, uh, you would never attempt with your average person. Um, and so it's something you, anything that you institute, you would see a lot 
earlier than you would on some average person. Because right? their discipline level. Yeah, because their discipline level and the way that they adapt will be like so much more advanced. Um, so I guess it's it's somewhat on that end, but it really for me, like my favorite kind of client is the one that like <laughs> listens to everything I say, <laughs> and especially like, nutritionally, you know, like at, they you want, actually you want put into practice. Yeah, just somebody that's just like so open minded and and willing to um, go through each and every step and give you a lot of great feedback. Um, and also because I learned from them, you know, like that, that's my whole philosophy going into each great point, um, training session. It's just like everybody is so diverse and has different variables. And, uh, so that, that feedback that they give me is crucial for me to make little micro adjustments and, uh, and tweak their program more to form into making them the most optimal. So I just get a lot of, uh, happiness and satisfaction out of seeing somebody really progress and take ownership of these concepts. And then you just see like your work uh, come to play. Well, that's so. interesting because you, you're, you're, you're basically talking about a good student. Definitely. Like Definitely. a really good. Yeah. I would say uh, probably for any trainer, that's got to be one of the top, right? Is, mm-hmm. is having a really good student because there's nothing more satisfying than having someone come in. Yeah, with, just, just hungry to learn, you know, something different. And apply. Yeah. And apply. Um, with all with that being equal, let's say if that was equal across the board, for okay. me, um, athletes are okay, um, but they don't excite me that much. Um, old people. I love. Really? I love training it is cool. old people. Is so cool. that makes me want to ask you both now, Justin, think my about favorite. this. My favorite. Is your least favorite. So favorite and least okay. favorite. I'll tell you. So, well, let me tell you first why it's my favorite. Yeah. Um, I love training the elderly. And I'm ta- when I say the elderly, I'm talking about- Like Doug's age? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> he's too old. Doug's not that old. No, he's, a, he's a high performer, though. No. my my I would say like over, like over 65, okay? Um, especially over 70 in their 80s. Those are my favorites. And the reason why it's my favorite is because they the, fart on you. They yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got a lot of personality. It's because I have a, okay. because yeah, I have yeah. a weird sexual attraction. Because they uh, a couple things. Number one, the stories that they tell are, are the best. You will the best stories you'll ever hear out of someone because they got eighty years of exactly experience. exactly. <laughs> you'll hear the best stories and the best advice. And you got to understand something right now. Uh, as smart as you guys think you are, you're going to be so much wiser in 30 years. Of course. Mm-hmm. So, but you get that right in front of you with this client who's who's more than happy to give you advice and talk to you about shit. So I love that. I learn so much from the older people that I train. That's true. But the second reason, uh, which is almost tied with the first, is because the changes that happen to them through proper exercise are life-changing. They're not... You know, I lost 10 pounds. I lost mm-hmm. 15 pounds. I feel better. I'm stronger. Like, you just took like chair. five years off there. Like, get out of this chair. I don't have to use this Death cane sentence. anymore. Like yeah. <laughs> Life changing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like I've had- Jog for the first time in 10 years. Bro, I, I'll never forget this. Five years. I used to train this lady, uh, Kim. Kim Kennedy. Um, who She was, at the time when I trained her, so this is a long time ago. She's probably 87, I believe. She came in after a couple months of training. She had gone grocery shopping. I, my, my gym was right next door to a grocery store. She came in. It wasn't even a day that she worked out. She came in all excited. I'm with another client waiting for me so she could get, she could tell me something. I go over to her and she goes, I closed my, the trunk of my car by myself. Like these are things that we take for granted. Yeah. That they, you know, they lose uh, functionality and mobility in everyday life. And to be able to impact them in a positive mm-hmm. way to where now they can go up the stairs by themselves mm-hmm. or where they don't have to go and rely on, you know, care 24 hours a day when they can do shit for themselves, when they can, lift you know things off the floor they couldn't or they can reach above their head without yeah. pain 
That is so life-changing. And for me, it's extremely rewarding to see that. It's very rewarding. Extremely rewarding. Very slow and boring. I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, 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 I yeah. love it, man. The stories I, I know, are the I'm best. I'm just saying, that's yeah. why it's good that you like that. Yeah, no, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, and that's why I like it doesn't work with me very well. Like, I definitely have a lot of rehabilitative clients, but it... Uh, you know, it's more a little bit more on the younger side, but at the same time, these are problems that are going to stay with them if they don't address them now. And mm. so, I guess that's I'm in that preemptive, like, uh, like you know, get ahead of it. Yeah. So absolutely, my least favorite, uh, probably type A personalities. Oh yeah. Mm. The people that Hard co- to break the people that come in, they're like, I need to work out every day. I need to this. I need to eat less calories. I need to, you know, and they're they're work 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 out work out work out. They go hardcore and they still then they don't fucking show up for three weeks because they burn mm. themselves out. And then they, those people get on my nervous because they're very <laughs> difficult to break, like you're saying. Where I tell them, okay, I need you to stop doing cardio because they're the chief so much of and everything. Everything. Yeah. I need to feel sore every workout. It's very, very difficult mm. to get through that. So I would that say that's my, my least favorite type of person. I would say I would say clients that are like just like soft, you know, like mentally. <laughs> Because I pussies. swear to God, like that was such a nice a, way of saying such that. a pussy. Yeah, we won't be re-signing, dude. No, I'm just not like. There's some people that they have like they have some uh, like grit in there somewhere. You know, like I know, like I can find it. And there's some people that don't have it. Yeah. Like they're just very soft. So like whiners, like when they yeah, whine when well, you work out. It's like it's well, it's, it's like, like I'm. Uh, they're there because I'm forcing them to be there. It turns into this weird. Uh, like, wait a minute, you sought me out, but now I feel like I'm holding you hostage or something. This is really weird. And not only that, because they're the same ones on the other end of the thing where everything like, oh, I don't like the grip. And oh, it rests on my arm. I'm going to have like a bruise there. Oh, yeah. And you know, I'm like, I've be fucking before. tough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I have so many girls that are badass and tough. And you're being a snivvy little bitch. Oh my god! <laughs> like in the nicest way I can say, bitch. It's just like it's frustrating, you know, because it's like be tough. Oh, I don't funny. care, like who you are, you can be tough. <laughs> it's true. Sorry, I had to vent. No, no, it's great. That was actually great. Uh, so, so what's your favorite, Adam? My well, I'll tell you my five least, ten. Let me tell you my least favorite. <laughs> yes, let me tell you my least favorite. Uh, children, for sure. Oh, I do not point. like training kids. <laughs> Really? Uh, it's oh yeah. Tough, I've trained hundreds. Are you my, good with kids? Yeah, excellent, excellent. But you can't train them. No, it's not that I can't train them. I've trained hundreds of kids. He prefers not. But to. one out of every ten. They're kids, challenging. That's for sure. Well, yeah, one out of every ten is the kid that I like that I do enjoy, which is the athlete or the one that really wants to be there and learn and work and. Oh yeah, half the time their parents force them. Yeah, most yeah. of the time kids are signed well, up by the their same parents. Thing. Yeah, it's the and they same have mindset. Their attention span isn't there. They don't want to learn. They're and and at that point in their life too, they're. I mean, their their whole um, equilibrium is off. I mean, they can't stand <laughs> on one leg. They can't do. I mean, they are just so they're a mess. So they're it's a it's. But try- then their parents just want them to move, 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 move. And exactly. you're like, look, I gotta address a lot. So I'm more a fucking things. babysitter. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I'm I'm an overpaid babysitter. That's all I really am. I mean, that, that makes you move. You know what I'm saying? And plays games, throwing a ball against the wall and shit, and doing right. hopscotch and pushups. They should just push-ups. be playing catch with their buddies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in their yard and yeah. training. Why pay me 150 dollars an hour to do something that yeah. he should be doing with one of his friends? And kids being, need to play more. Yeah, like it, kids need to play yeah. and that needs to be instituted from the parents absolutely like, go get them to play and be active and do go on like 
these structures that are built. So they have to do pull-ups. That's, they have to do climbing things. It, you know, it, it builds these skills that then they build up towards. And then, you know, the weight training, you don't want to make that into a job. Right. You know, like I hate that mindset. Like, well, now it's like you're we're in this setting now and you have to lift and curl this specific You're here to way. work out. Like yeah. kids yeah. need to play. That's yeah. it. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm in the camp of like uh, getting kids into sports and, and making things positive and fun and super active without that pressure of you'd look fat, you well, know, or you are looking a certain way. And, and or I'm worried that, you know, you're not eating correctly or whatever. Like, meanwhile, their activity levels are like terrible. Yeah. Uh, that, that's the first thing you got to do. And so let's be honest. What are we? What are we as trainers doing? That's all we're fucking doing is playing with them for the hour. Yeah, that's why I don't like it. You know. What yeah. I'm saying? yeah. I, and now you get one every once in a while. I've had those kids that you know he's 13, 14 years old. He or she's and she's a hockey player already, and she's doing traveling team and they, like super talented already. And right. I can I can teach them some <laughs> cool movements that you know nobody else is teaching these kids at thirteen years old. That that's fun, dude. Yeah. That comes around once in a fucking once every couple of years. You get one of those. The rest are the kid who exactly what Justin just described. It's some parents that are overweight. They got overweight kids. They and they, their way of dealing with their guilt is by bringing them in, paying one hundred fifty dollars an hour for their trainer to to play with them for an hour, basically, so they'll lose weight and lecture them about food. Meanwhile, they sit out in the car and they eat fucking McDonald's. True story. That's happened. So that's that's literally what what that's like. So if that drives me crazy. So that, I'm not a fan uh, of uh, young kids. I'm not a real fan too. I hate to say this with the older people too. Mm. I agree with you though, Sal. Though I have You're just an all around asshole. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't me... like kids and old people. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. This is why he isn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No wonder I have no clients. All right. <laughs> You're hitting that middle margin right, really right, well. Right, right. Yeah. right. Uh, and no, I and I shouldn't. I'm just like Justin said. It's they're kinda, slow. They're slow. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I do love and and I absolutely. I mean, some of my favorite clients were older and I, they couldn't move very much. And some of the best stuff I ever learned. You know, yeah. not just fitness related, life related. Bro, from, I used to train a guy, from therapists, psychiatrists, dude. from doctors, from lawyers, dude. from well, CPAs, from a business perspective, CPAs. Oh, pain yeah. management will pay you better than any other focus. Yeah. Oh, in this you're industry, there forever. Yeah. yeah, you're there forever. Yeah. 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 You're their answer dude i used to have this 84 year old male client uh who would tell me the dirtiest fucking jokes you've ever heard in your life <laughs> like filthy kind of guy filthy fucking jokes oh. and he was like this sweet old guy and there were and there were, there were you know i had fe- so when I, when I used to own oh, my gym awesome. it, i was the only guy in there i had all female trainers whole female staff and just me i planned it that way and uh <laughs> i would be training him and he'd be so nice to everybody, like the girls. Oh, hey, how are you? You know, everybody oh, good. Then they'd walk away, and he'd and he'd tell me the filthiest, most horrible shit. And he would laugh, and I'd fucking die laughing because they had no idea. <laughs> he, or he would like check them out, and he'd, like he'd wink at me, like, "Look at that one over Dirty there, old man." And so, I loved it. So you know, you and I, you and I would probably make a really. Well, actually, all of us together would probably make great business partners sex? if we know oh, if we were. We cover. We cover. Say, all, you know. you say sex. Because I did say that. I, I actually I Adam's in the middle. Adam's in the middle. <laughs> the penis in between us. Aww. I actually like the uh, the demographic you talked about. I actually like that type A personality who is hard to break. I enjoy somebody who is somewhere. Oh fuck, take them. I like somebody who's in their mid to late twenties, all the way up to their. 50, We're very similar. I think late, it's because of the way you you know sort of. 
uh, counseled me because I was uh, at 24. Yeah. Yeah. And I do. I, you gave me all those people. Yeah. You, well, because you were the best trainer. That's if I was going to hand, hand over hand over clients to somebody else besides like, myself, I got to <laughs> hand them the, the next best guy. I do it this way. And I was on this program and nah, I throw up. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to deal with you. <laughs> <laughs> those are the ones that I, you know, uh, I and the reason why I like him. So, you know, we're laughing, and making fun of this whole thing. But they're they're actually yeah, they're is, a challenge. For sure. They are. They're 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 very challenging. I can relate to them. I'm a type A type of personality. So typically, you you know, you're attracted to other people like you that are like minded. So when we talk about business and a busy life, I can totally get where they're coming from. And I understand. And I'm that way, too. And so, and the thing that I think that the breaking part is really challenging, but then when you do and you get that type A personality because they are very focused like and they will dial in and they can follow through on something and I get them to just have blind faith in me and let me show you the way and you listen and you do what I tell you, those people are the coolest to change. And between that age of 30 to, you know, late 50s, I feel like it's still in a, a early enough part of their life that you could change their not only their current life and where they're at now, but the the rest of their life. The forever. trajectory. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, so I, I like to think like Doug would be like one of my favorite clients. Like when you got Doug and you and Doug first started working together, like the way you guys, uh, the way you trained him and well, the, Doug, the Doug, impact that you've had on his life. Doug was a student. Doug was an yep. absolute student, yeah, just like what we were discussing earlier. Yeah. Um, and now to the point where now Doug can train people. That's what I mean. Yeah, like he's, if you wanted to. Because that's a, to me, that's another type A type of personality. Not only will he, is he going to follow, but he's going to embrace it and want to learn himself and grow and put, that's sure, kind of, you sure. know what I'm saying? And like, so that, those are the people I like. And I most, be honest with you, most everybody I train right now, I mean, are like like the women yeah, are like they're but, the leaders. So we, I have a Marco all Polo that I leaders. keep them all that we yeah. can all talk to, like all my females. And literally, the title of the group is "Bad Bitches." Mm-hmm. Like that's all; those are my girls. You, you titled all, that, yeah, to your clients. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> those are, they're my bad bitches, dude, because they are. They're all they're all asking. We're giving bad advice to trainers be, uh, listening right nah, now. Tell, He's gotta, like, "Wow, I'm going to do that tomorrow." <laughs> Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Johnson yeah, wants John, You're my bad bitch, Mrs. She's Johnson. Like, you're a bad. Excuse me. Well, you've uh, we've always talked about that we the, the 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 perks of doing it as long as we have and, and the ability to be selective. We definitely select. You can get away with some shit. It, well, you, yeah. I mean, listen, you probably trained most of what you just said you really like. You probably trained most of what you really like. That's I tra- yeah. most all my clients are exactly that because I got rid of all the other ones. I, know, <laughs> I don't exactly. train no kids. Yeah, I don't, don't train anybody who's eighty five. But there's a conflict in personality. Let's just say you're gonna be gone. Yeah, but- I I tell people too when you hire on like when they hire on with me. So it's a three month minimum contract, right? So I because I have a wait list, I can't have somebody. Oh, let me try it. See how it works out. That doesn't work with me. So you right. have like three month, and I tell them the only thing that could break this contract is me. I may decide a month later that you I don't want to work with you anymore. And they all they always get this look on their face like, are you fucking serious? Like, yeah, I said, you know, I won't be a dick about it. I've definitely let go of clients. But just if we don't work well together and, you know, I'd much rather work with somebody who definitely wants to put in the work and, and do what I tell them to do. Otherwise, you know, let, let somebody else come in and get the help, you know, that's mm-hmm. going to do it. And it's always like a great way to set the set the tone from the beginning because they realize that like it's going to be no bullshit either either you really want to learn and you really want to follow what I show you and you're going to get I promise you it's going to change your life or you're going to fight me tooth and nail and whine and excuse and this and that I'm going to let you go. Let me ask you guys this: yep. How do you deal with? Because this is another this is a client that I fucking hate 100 percent is and I know you guys have had this too so don't make me feel like an asshole by myself. <laughs> uh, the client that flirts with you. I uh, can't yeah. stand that. That all that's all they want to do, you mean? I can't stand that. Mm. I've had some ladies that I've trained and you know it's usually the older women, they're older than me and so they think I think they think they can get away with it, you know, like oh I'm just going to tease him and flirt with him all the time. 
And it's fine a little bit, but I, I've gotten uncomfortable, you know, where you just don't know how to respond. Yeah. I don't like that. Especially when they I grab your that. butt. That hasn't happened to me in a long time. I feel like I don't um, I don't sign you up if I get that drift. You know, if I catch that, like, you're not really. And I feel like I can, when I'm, you're talking to me, when we're sitting at the desk and we're talking about your yeah, goals. Yeah, but I feel like your tolerance is a lot higher than mine for that, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if a girl's like, oh, nice butt, you're not going to be like. Oh, yeah, that wouldn't freak me out. Yeah. But, After a while, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Thanks. You know, you said that yesterday. Well, yeah, she said that every <laughs> every day. But even that, I don't. I, don't, I mean, that doesn't happen. You know, what I'm saying someone doesn't really say that. Wow, I get what you're saying. Bulge is really I've, looking awesome today. I mean, I've I've had clients that are hired, you getting pumped? Hired me in the past, and when you were trying to build your <laughs> Thanks, schedule, I just got new sweats. Were that were like that? That were, uh, you know, you know, they're paying purely to have your time for that hour, and they had the kind of money where they could do that, and it was like whatever. But that I'm not in that position anymore where Dude, I have to take I, those clients I on, had so. this client that I dropped a long time ago because... You still don't now, though, right? You what? don't that, you don't take clients. You wouldn't have... When was the last time a client like that you've dealt with? Oh, I've most of my clients have been for a long time now. That's what I mean. Yeah. So that's what but I'm, I, I, I'm I, I remember. remember. That's a long time. Well, that reminds me of that reminds all the me shit. Of the moaning client. Yeah, I mean, you know we've had crazy clients going like, all the way back. That, I mean, you don't... Do a bench press, and she's like, ah! And, like, makes me, like, spot. Yeah. I don't want to spot you <laughs> while you're moaning and doing this weird I stuff. I thought you meant you spotted like Yeah. I had uh I had a client one time I would train. I only trained yeah. her three times and the, the, this was the kicker. I told her to get down into a plank and this is she goes, "Oh, she goes literally like this. She goes, "You mean like this?" And she she's on her knees and she lays on her chest down. So she's like head down, ass up. Mm, and she looks, looks back, back at me back, like, and the, she wags her back. she wags her butt at me. Oh wow! Oh, See, I've never wow. even had that's, that. Bro. And there's there's two other trainers in the gym. That's like right out of a video. And yeah, that's awesome. Bro. Uh, why are you mad at that? <laughs> yeah. And there's two other trainers that's in the creative. gym looking at me, yeah. and I'm like, "What the fuck do I do now? They come hither. How do I get these trainers out of here so yeah. I can hit that?" No, I, <laughs> no, I, 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 I stopped booking her. I couldn't train her anymore. I can't stand that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah, so don't because other people were there. stop flirting with ladies. Stop, stop it, man. Sal is so, so hot. Sal is so insulted mm, when a woman's turned on by it. his looks. Yeah. Only he only yeah. wants him to he fuck him with his brain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just tell me how smart I am. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's hot. Oh, that's sweet cutie. Uh, you can find us at Mind Pump Radio on Instagram. You can also find me at Mind Pump Sal. You can find Adam at Mind Pump Adam. That's right. And you can find Justin at Mind Pump Justin. Please explain like what you would hit on Sal with. And leave us a five-star rating yeah. and review on iTunes. Don't forget to check out the new website if you haven't been there. Mindpumpmedia.com. Yeah. That's right. By the way, you can get access to our forum now. You don't have to buy anything else. You can just get access to the forum for life. Mindpumpmedia.com. We're on there all the time. Come hang out. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.